Let's talk about Naomi Osaka. Let's also discuss county lines and modern-day slavery. What about Black History Month? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. When we meet real tragedy in life, we can react in two ways, either by losing hope and falling into self-destructive habits, or by using the challenge to find our inner strength, the Dalai Lama. So, a show I watched this week, The Social Dilemma, docudrama on Netflix. Amazing show. Uh, Amazing show. Breaking down um, the issues around social media, how, you know, if we we use any of the platforms from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of them, um, the people that actually put it all together, how they are manipulating our, the human behaviour with Machiavellian precision uh, and just constantly keeping us engaged, constantly keeping us looking at the screen and then using our data um, so that they can in- influence our actions and turn us into easy prey for advertisers, basically. So it was very interesting. Stuff that I've, I've read over the years and, and, and listened to over the years but it's, there's no better people to hear it from than people that actually built these systems for us to use. So I'm, I'm one of those people, I, I recognise the benefits of social media, but I'm mindful there's a lot we, we, did, we don't know about it, and I'm mindful of how addictive it is. One of the people that really stood out for me in it, though, were, was Jaron Lehner. Jaron, I believe his name is. He's a, he's a computer... computer uh, philosopher, um, writer, computer scientist, but he's worth looking up on YouTube. His name's spelled J-A-R-O-N, and his surname's L-A-N-I-E-R. So yeah, definitely check him out. Also this week, uh, we had the Mercury Prize 2020, and Michael Kiwanuka won the £25,000 prize um, for his album of the same name. Um, this is his first attempt, uh, not his first, sorry, his third attempt at winning this. Uh, and he, you know, he's, he stuck at it and he, he got it this year. So hats off to him. He spoke about in an interview in uh, November 20, 2019, he spoke about having imposter syndrome. So he was always thinking people were going to find out that he's not as good as he, they believe he was and, and things like that. But he's, he's got for it and he's done it. So hats off to him. Very talented young man. So with Christmas coming up, I know some people don't want to talk about that because it's kind of came around quite quick. But with Christmas coming up, um, some of us might be planning to buy e-scooters for our kids. You know, we see a lot of the young people riding around on e-scooters, even adults even. Uh, the truth is, um, I didn't know this. I didn't know that they were they're actually illegal in the UK, which is a bit nuts because they, they sell them here, you know. Um, but yeah, they're, apparently they're illegal. Um, they're treated as uh, motor vehicles. Um, you're only allowed to drive them on um, private land if you get the permission of the landowner. And yeah, they sh- they're supposed to be taxed, MOT'd. And basically, if you get caught on one of them, you, you're, you know, you're probably going to get a nicking or points on your license and stuff like that. So be mindful of, of what you're buying for the young people over this Christmas, young teenagers and whatnot, or even for yourself. I think they've, they've got a 
like a Boris scooter or a government type scooter coming out. So maybe that's part of the reason why they've made those ones illegal. Who knows? So we've lost another icon uh, from back in the day. When it sings one of the rear groove classics, uh, Best of My Love. Her name is Pamela, Pamela Hutchinson. She died age 61. And she's part of the Grammy award-winning group, R&B group, The Emotions. And she was the youngest sister of, of the band, the, basically a family band. But yeah, that song, um, Best of My Love, I won't, won't sing it out to you now, but you know, you, once you hear the song, if you don't know the song I'm talking about, you put it into YouTube and you'll, you'll probably remember, you'll, well, you'll definitely know the tune. But yeah, she sadly died, so my thoughts go out to her and her family. Um, also, uh, the National Trust, um, with their colonial links, colonial links to the, the houses that they own, uh, they've got about 300 um, houses in the UK with all, all links to colonialism. Not really a big surprise, to be fair, if they're that old, chances are they're going to be. Um, and now they're, they're basically trying to readdress that. So one of the things, I think in June, they in the Dunham Macy Hall statue was removed. It's a picture of a basically described as a, a as a kneeling African figure um, with clad leaves carrying a sundial above his head. Very derogatory, you know. Obviously, it can trigger people. If you if you look online and you you see what that's about, you'd understand why they've had to move it. But they basically they're looking at all of their properties and seeing what they can do to kind of uh, not readdress the balance, but do something to kind of appease the the tension what's out there at the moment because obviously everybody's looking at everything in 2020. Um, uh, that being said, we've got uh, Black History Month coming up in October. It's going to be an interesting one because usually there's loads of fest loads of events, festivals, just various things going on. Um, but obviously we're not going to be out due to the COVID situation. So it's going to be interesting to see how Black History Month is celebrated this year. No doubt there'll be loads of things on the TV, which should be good. But It'd be interesting to see what 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 communities do amongst themselves, how how they deal with it, and you know what parts of Black history do they focus on this year? Because this this year is unlike any other that we've we've ever lived in. So, uh, for many reasons, as as we all know, uh, something back from the past as well. Well, into the present, uh, Uncle Ben's rice. When I say back from the past, because I, as long as I can remember, I can remember Uncle Ben's rice, um, and so. They basically are going to change the name and they're going to remove the picture of the, the smiling grey-haired black man off of the packaging. So the new name is going to be Ben's Original. Um, and apparently this, this pack, the Uncle Ben pack, has been going up since 1940s. I didn't realise it was that long, but yes, it's the 1940s. But it's been criticised for perpetuating racial stereotypes. So this is why they're pulling it back. I think it's been in the talks for at least a year um, and now they've got round to doing it. So, so yeah, big change going on there. So we won't be seeing that anymore. So, and apparently um, the company originally, they asked their waiter, um, whose name was Frank Brown, to pose. Um, and he, they basically used his face. And that was in 1947, actually. Yeah, so we're around 1947, between 1940 and 47, they started to use his picture. So I, I didn't even realise it was an actual real man. I thought it was a, a, mock, a mocked up one. So learn something new every day. Um, but yeah, I mean, these these images and things, that they, they, they've always been, 
I mean, I personally didn't have too many issues with, 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 I didn't have any issues with the Uncle Ben one, to be fair. The ones I had issue with, which have now been dealt with, was like the, the gollywogs on the jam jar and on the sweets, which um, they were removed in 2001. That was always offensive, um, since I could understand what, what racism was. That was always offensive. And I found out a few years back from uh, one of my friends from Zimbabwe that they up until the 1990s, they were they had their jawbreakers in 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 that part of Africa, or in South Southern Africa, um, black jawbreakers, and they used to call them the N word bulls. So, you know, it, it, these these racial slurs and and disrespectful things have been going on for a long time. Um, and he's he's a black guy as well, and he obviously as a kid he would also call them N word bulls, um, not really understanding what it was. So it's interesting how well. It's, it's kind of obvious these things happen the world over, hence the, the uproar throughout 2020. But glad to see the back of those things, and Uncle Ben is now another one that's gone. So, uh, London is now on the watch list for this coronavirus. The, the Prime Minister, the government have said this week uh, they're looking to do um, tighter lockdowns um, on various cities up and down the country. Um, some of the rules have changed. Some of the, they've added some rules to things. You know, it's 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 uh, it, it just doesn't cease to amaze me. Every 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 day when something new happens, when something when they say something new about it, it's just like we're we're living in an alternative universe. But the truth is, it's our reality now. It is our reality. Um, so they said that sex is still casual sex is still banned. Um, for those that didn't know, um, couples who don't live together can now meet up and have sex um, after the changes that they've that they've made with the coronavirus um, rules, etc. So that was something you couldn't do before. Um, the organisation Terry Higgins Trust, Terence Higgins Trust, published advice in August suggesting people avoid kissing, wear face covering, and choose positions that aren't face to face during sex to avoid passing it on bit odd to me but that's that's what they've that's what they've put down but i mean if, you, if you're gonna if we're saying there's a virus that uh, i don't want to go into it. i mean you can work it out yourself but yes also they spoke about um ten ten thousand pound fine for those who refuse to self-isolate uh pubs have got to close at 10 uh face masks for staff in shops now waiters etc limited to 15 people at weddings rather than 30, I feel it for people, I know people that were planning to have their wedding at the end of September, and I really feel it for them, because, you know, all this back and forth, and yeah, it's nuts, but yeah, it's gone down to 15, um, the rule of six, as we, as we know, but it's also gone to team players now, uh, sorry, not team players, um, team sports, so team sports, you can only have six people um, indoors, um, fines start from from £200, if you don't wear a mask, there's just loads of things going on with this. It just changes every day, changes every day. They've got a new system to to check, uh, supposedly to check um, if we if you've got the virus or if you're near people who've got the virus, this track and trace system. Didn't work last time. Be interesting to see what happens this time. But um, no doubt there's going to be more changes. We're talking, that you're, as you're listening to this now, the changes are probably, there'll probably be new changes tomorrow or even as you're listening to this. This is how quick this thing's moving. There's people, you know, up and down the country that are not happy with all the 
things that are happening, all the restrictions. There was a protest in Trafalgar Square. People gathered. Um, they they spoke about them in the in in the media as um, conspiracy theorists clashing with police, um, uh, anti lockdown demonstration, opposing vaccination. People that don't want to get vaccinated. People that are opposing five G technology. Uh, people waving St George's flags. It's just, yeah, pe people are not happy. This has been going on for a long while. You know, this is not nothing we've ever been trained to do or ever, we've never seen nothing like it. So everything that we're being asked to do, although it's for our safety and it's for the better of everybody, it is hard for some people to, you know, to, to, to get with it, I suppose. You know, people people have their thoughts and their beliefs. So, I suppose every individual has to make their own choice, you know, um, and, and if they put themselves at risk, whether that's through criminal criminal procedures or not following rules or if they put themselves in danger because they may put themselves in a situation where they can catch the virus, you know, people are going to have to live with their actions at the end of the day. So each man to their own, I suppose. Um, one thing I'm really, really, really glad about this week, there's, thankfully there's been no youth murders that I've heard of this week. Um, there's been, I've heard of some stabbings, but they haven't been fatal. But, you know, we've had a, the past few weeks, there's been so many murders, whether it's through gun crime or, or knife crime and that. So it's just nice to, to be able to say there were no youth murders this, this week and long may that last, you know. Um, and I do, I, you know, hopefully the, the, the young people that have been stabbed um, it, it doesn't turn into anything else you know anything fatal it doesn't develop um, and they, they remain okay so yes also um, on another note uh, Amazon has been criticised for selling hats um, with the slogan Black Lives Don't Matter um, they were marketed as a nice nice present um, since Amazon found out about them basically it was a third party um, distributor selling them but as soon as uh, Amazon found out hats off to them they did they have um, removed them uh, off their site. So crazy, crazy, crazy what people do, man. It's, well, not even crazy. People just ignorant, I suppose. Yes. Um, also, uh, Twitter. Twitter um, investigates um, some racial bias um, in regards to their images and previews. So basically, some people have noticed that when you put up two pictures, one of a black person, one of a white person, um, in the same post, uh, Twitter showed, which always showed the white face first on, on mobiles. Um, when this was brought to Twitter's attention, um, they spoke about, you know, they, they test their, their algorithm, algorithms for um, gender and racial biases. Um, but obviously this has come up and it, it, they conceded that there's, there's something that there's more that they need to do um, in regards to their analysis. Um, so it's good that they're, they're dealing with it, but it does make me think, you know, if this was a, I don't know, I mean, if this, um, the Jewish people, Jewish people have recently had some issues with, with Twitter and, and what they've allowed to happen on, on, their, on their platform. And it'd be interesting to know how they would um, address this situation. Um, but yes, so hopefully Twitter will um, deal with that immediately um, and rectify that and that won't be a problem moving forward. MI5 have now also put in some, um, they're going to start allowing informants to, that work with MI5 to uh, basically commit crimes. Um, they haven't been specific about what crimes they're going to be able to commit, but they're going to allow informants to commit crimes. Um, obviously, it's it's caused some uproar. Um, MPs are, are, you know, basically, I was going to say pleading, but they're, they're 
they're asking that that this doesn't include violent crimes um, such as murder and, and stuff like that, which I think, you know, I can't even believe they're allowing them to do crimes. But yeah, this is this is something that they're looking to do. Um, so, yes. Um, and sadly, sadly, there has, has been a, a, a major um, incident over this week with a police um, officer being shot dead in Croydon. Um, Sergeant Matteo Ratana, yeah, I think I'm pronouncing that right. But he was shot five times in his chest um, by a 23-year-old man who was in custody. Now, I mean, they, they're going to really have to look over these video cam, this video footage of this because the the Met Police have said that the the man that shot him was in cuffs and the cuffs were behind his back. Um, yet he was able to shot shoot the man five times in his chest, the sergeant. Um, and also shoot himself because immediately after he he turned the gun on himself. So this is unprecedented. I've never heard of a, a police police being shot in a police station, especially in the UK. I, I, I don't think that's actually happened before. So this is definitely a new one. Um, you know, sad sad for the um, the sergeant. Apparently he was um, re he was due to retire in the next few weeks as well. So really, my thoughts go out to him and his family for sure. Um, and apparently the, the, the person who, who shot the officer, he was arrested for possession of class B drugs and the possession of ammunition. Um, and he's currently in a critical condition in hospital. Um, but as I said, the video, the video is going to tell the story because that, that would definitely be on video. Um, and I'm sure they're, they're working out, but for the life, something doesn't seem right, you know, um, to be able to shoot somebody in their chest five times with your cuffs on, hands behind your back, and then shoot yourself as well. And they also said no police guns were involved, so we'll, we'll have to watch that one. But yeah, my, my thoughts go out to everybody um, who has been affected by that death. Um, this week, there's been a drive on um, county lines, raids across the country, and, and they said they report that there's been a 1,000 arrests, um, estimated £1.2 million worth of drugs seized, um, and basically the 43 regions, uh, police forces have come together amongst England and Wales, um, come together to do this big operation. And they spoke about um, finding almost 200 weapons, um, half a million in cash, um, and they claim to have shut down 102 phone lines, um, county line phone lines. So so yeah, big bust, um, biggest one of the kind they've said. Um, the, I mean, the, the interesting thing is, I, 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 I'm sh sure that a lot of these young people and even parents, I mean, maybe people are getting to know now, but these, you know, when you catch kids that are on county lines, you know, out in country doing these things, they are considered as um, being part of modern day slavery, you know, being victims of modern day slavery. So, you know, it's, it's something to bear in mind, you know, when we're speaking to our young people, you know, this, this isn't, isn't a joke, you know, getting involved in criminal activity. Um, also, um, Brianna Taylor, uh, uh, the officers, officers uh, were charged. One officer was charged over the fatal shooting, which has caused uproar over there. Um, even though they've, you know, they've compensated them twelve million pounds, which is besides the point because this is a young lady's life who had everything to live for. You know, she was doing well in the world. Twenty-six year old hospital emergency technician, so she was doing well in the world, and and you know, now her life is gone. So the money doesn't make up for anything. 
but they've so they've charged some they've charged one of the officers with um, wanton endangerment of life after he blindly fired um, ten rounds into the apartment. Um, but the other the other officers haven't been charged and, and nobody's been charged with the murder, which is what the what the family rightfully wanted. Um, so so that's causing major clashes in in Louisville. Um, and two officers have been shot um, in the in the past couple of days. So it's really getting heated over there. It's getting heated over the world, man. It's it's just it's just sad times. And again, you know, my heart goes out to 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 Breonna Taylor's family for sure. Um, a black barrister um, was mistaken three times. Um, in the, this is in the UK, been, been mistaken three times in one day um, for, for being a defendant. Um, Alexander Wilson, her name is um, twenty five years old. And basically, she said it just left her exhausted, you know, having to deal with that. You know, this is somebody who's qualified in her work and does her work well. But because of how she looks, people presume she was a, a, a defendant rather than the barrister that she was. Um, she made complaints um, and Her Majesty's Courts and Tribunals, un, un, Tribunal Services have apologised um, and said it's totally unacceptable. Unacceptable. And rightfully so. Uh, some Good news for um, Xavier Xavier's family. Um, they're now putting a plaque up in his town of Chatham um, to commemorate him for his, you know, him uh, breaking through the, the racial barriers in 1966 when he was working in Houston Station. Um, and he was the first black man to be um, a train guard. Um, and he, this is a man, he come from Dominique, Dominica come to England to work you know very skilled in what he'd done um but I didn't realize that black people weren't allowed to have those um face-to-face uh, -face work with customers but he broke through it and he fought for it and he got it and now they're putting a plaque up to commemorate him rightfully so should have been up there a long time ago and Naomi Osaka 22 year old um uh, dual heritage lady who's half uh, Japanese and half Haitian but I believe she she plays tennis under as a Japanese um, person and she's number four seed in the world um, and basically the highest paid uh, female um, athlete in the world but she was in an interview recently because um, basically her thing is she when she plays she wears a mask and she, she will have somebody who's been killed through by the police's hands i.e. George Floyd um, Trayvon Martin etc and she was in an interview and they had a live feed with Trayvon Martin's mother and Ormond Aubrey's father um, thanking her for, for everything she's doing so that was quite emotional for her but um, but she's definitely someone to watch if you're not watching already she's doing great things um, NASCAR uh, Michael Jordan is putting together um, a, a team uh, a cup series team with NASCAR and he's going to have um, Bubba Wallace um, as a driver Bubba Wallace is the only African American driver in NASCAR at that top level so yeah so Michael Jordan is going to be putting his hand to that if you've seen Michael Jordan's um, recent documentary on Netflix you know <laughs> that man don't play when he puts his mind to something um yeah, he's, he's, he's very serious um, with everything he does. So I've got no doubt that team's going to be doing some real things. Um, and staying on the racing theme, um, Lewis Hamilton, um, six-time world champion, um, he's, he's vowed to increase the number of people in motor racing um, sport, in the motor racing sport. And he, they've put together a commission and he's 
targeted them basically to um, find the key barriers to recruiting and progressing black people through UK motorsports. So, and also looking for actionable recommendations to overcome them. So yeah, um, Lewis Hamilton's on a mission, man. He's a mission to, to tear up the F1 rule book and he's in a mission to uh, deal with this, the, you know, the biases and, and, and the racism that's in the sport and everywhere else. So it's really nice to see, you know, young man, you know, 35 years old and he's, he, he doesn't have to do these things. You know, when I see people doing these things and they, their life is set, you know, it really stands out because they really don't have to be doing these things, but they do. So I, I really appreciate it for sure. Um, and also this week he is, if he wins to his race this week, he will equal Michael Schumacher's um, 91 wins. So hopefully he'll do that. I've got no doubt, to be fair. Um, Lewis Hamilton is a legend on that racing track. Um, over the last week as well in Australia, um, 380 pilot whales um, found off the coast um, in Australia um these these are i mean they're not the massive massive whales that we see but they're still huge you know like seven meters long they weigh about three tons but 380 of them just um you know caught out on the beach and and, and you know dying i think they saved some of them um but apparently um they're really loyal to each other whales so and they, and they follow a leader so if they've got a leader that's that's injured they'll follow them even if they're going into danger um so this is this is what the scientists believe happened um, more than likely. Um, also, um, Amazon have a new um, smart home security um, division ring. Um, basically, it's it's a it's like a drone. It's like a little drone sits inside your house. If somebody comes into your house, or if there's some kind of noise or whatever, it, it starts flying basically and flies down your corridors and stuff like that. I thought it was a bit ingenious, very space age looking. So that's that's worth looking at. I'm not sure how much that's going to be going to cost, but that might be on the shelves for this Christmas. Um, so a book that I've been told to recommend is Hood Feminism Notes Notes from the from the Women White Feminists Forgot by Mikhail Kindel. Um, and basically, the synopsis is um, white feminists. White feminists often fail to see how race, class, sexuality, sexual orientation and disability intersect with gender. How can, feminists, how can feminists stand in solidarity as a movement when there is a distinct likelihood that some women are opposing, sorry, oppressing others? So that seems like an interesting book to read. Um, it was recommended that I recommend it because it's, it's, it's a book that females um, may be drawn to more than men and mindful that the other books were a bit more generic. So yeah, that's, that's one to look out for and I, I'll probably give it a read at some stage too. So thank you again for joining Pablo's podcast today and hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney. And you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.